Hello. What's good, dude? How are you? Pretty good. It's pretty good. Just ate a big thing of vegetables, man. So feeling good. Feeling that good energy from it. That's good, man. Vegetables is bomb. Oh yeah, man. I try and uh, I try and eat a plate a day, big plate of vegetables a day. How frequent and how hard I work out, I have to just eat well. I have to put the right shit in my body, or my body will literally break down. Because you obviously you know exercising, you break your body down. So if you don't put that shit in the right nutrients, vitamins, minerals, then your body you just exercising can actually be detrimental if you don't eat right and put the right things in your body. Honestly, if you work out. All the time and eat fucking Sonic, Donald, fucking fast food, all this greasy food. Working out is actually going to be worse for you because you're breaking your body down faster than it's actually rebuilding. You know what I'm saying? A positive way. So yeah, and and it's it's rebuilding it with like shitty, shitty, shitty That's what I'm stuff. Saying. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly, it's not balanced. It's not balanced. Yeah. So the working out is actually breaking down your body more then it can rebuild, like you said, in a positive way with good food. So, man, you got to eat right. You really do got to eat right, truly. And that's the tough part, right? Oh, yeah, it's not. Definitely. And it's not like, and dude, it is pretty much mostly in the mind. 100%. Right, in our heads first, in our heads first. We're just like, like most people have convinced themselves already that they can't eat healthy. Yes. In some a, fashion or another, yeah. they convinced themselves that I can't do yes. it. And, yeah. like, you know what? I've done it, too. And, like, I get super so I. lazy. I get <laughs> super lazy. <laughs> I myself. Yeah. So, like, so like today, I've uh, I put myself on a fast because I was, like, just feeling the bloatness of just Christmas and everything. And I was just like, you uh-huh. know what, dude? You're just going to do a... A one to three day fast, see how that goes, and yeah, right, and and the the idea is to like recharge the body, right? Exactly. Right, and that's or not recharge, sorry, reset the body. Yeah. Right, and apparently forty eight hours to seventy two hours is the uh, the time frame of that. So, so we'll see how it goes. But I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. My energy level, even though I've barely had any sleep, is pretty impeccable right now. Wow. And I don't know if that has... Like, I'm tired. My eyes are fucking tired. It has... Um, it has a lot to do with, like, a lot of, like, just good things coming into alignment. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm positive about that shit. I'm on mm-hmm. probably day five, which, you know, probably don't mean much to you because you're killing it. Dude, within... Seven days, man. Actually, your testosterone peaks the most that it ever will. It's in the first seven days. Really? Yeah. Like, dude, I have. It's wild, and I mean, I owe a lot. Like, I I can attribute a lot to it being um, due to this other person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I have no desire to do any of that. Yeah. Right. Like, and a part of me just wants to be completely pure. So when I meet her, you know, like yeah. life is, life is cherry, right? Because dude, I'm telling you, women can feel this energy. Like, I'm not playing. Women can feel men that are doing that and men that are not. Oh, like, I'm a hundred percent sure. sure dude. Like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because what it truly is, you just said it. It's 
the purity thing. Yeah. That shit, that shit, look at a little kid from zero to, zero to like five, zero mm-hmm. to six, zero to seven. Are they doing that? No. Nah. No. Nah, why same. are they so pure? That's exactly why. Yeah. Because they're not doing these things to compromise their purity. Right. That's why they have that innocence and we can have it too, but we compromise it. Yeah. You know, we, we do it to ourselves. Truly. Right. And so like I and I mean, you're completely correct. Everybody's different in their own and like you'll never know until you actually go and you know, do it and try it and whatnot. But I will yeah, say of course. it is a lot easier. Um like it, this this is the way that I look at it in this way and it and I uh-huh. hope that people will get it w- without it sounding like insulting, but um it's the idea of like snacking. Mm-hmm. Right? Like eat not not like um when you know that you have a really good meal to look after or look forward to. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the idea. Right? Like you know, it's it's like jerking off knowing that you have something coming down the pipeline that would be much better just having everything retained. Exactly. Like it makes it so super simple. I'm just like like or I'm just trying to see like I'm uh, it's it's I don't even know. It's the it's a payoff kind of thing, right? Like I know mm-hmm. that it's going to be a lot better if I just wait. Yeah. And but I have it's weird too. Like I have zero desire to even do any of that. Like to yeah. to to look at um to really honestly, dude, as fucked up as it sounds, to really look at anybody else but her in a sexual manner. Mm. Like deep deep down. That's where I can put it to. Like, that's just where the level of, um, I don't know if you can call it control, but that's the level of um, depth that I can get to. In and and dude, what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, is that I'm not, um, I'm not committing to that. What I'm saying is, there's, it's unnecessary mm-hmm. for me to do any of the other stuff because I'd much yeah. rather be prepared just in case something happened with this other person. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I want to be, I want to be as intact as possible. Yeah. Right. And, you know, we'll see where things go. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's the least I can do for her too. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm like, telling you 100%. energetically, right. Cause like, as fucked up as this sounds, I really do think that um, not all women, but some women get off acquiring the seed of man. Dude, right? And, most and, fucking women. You have to. You have to understand. Everything is energy, right? Yeah. So if we have this life, exactly, exactly. If we have this life force energy, wouldn't women need that? to have life think about it right but what i'm saying is like uh, uh it's more of just like you know how um men like to rack up vaginas on their fucking notch list of a belt or fucking bedside or whatever it is you know that like yeah right like how we're not a lot of guys aren't looking to fucking bang a chick to knock her up yeah right what i'm saying is the same thing for women like a, a lot of women like to collect 
that. So like think porn actresses and, and whatnot, they stamp their energy all over the scene and whatnot. And you jerking off to that is giving them your energy. Yes. Right. That's what I'm more so saying. So like, that's what they really, really like, right. Is, is collecting that. So like when you blow your load, but the thing is, is that there's a workaround and there's a trick to it. And uh-huh. you can manipulate the system to work any way that you fucking want to. You just have to find the rules that can be bent and broken. So here's the thing. With jerking off to porn, disconnect. Completely, like, just watch the scene as if you're watching fucking art. And just disconnect from the whole, like, um, disconnect from the actress, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, don't put, because that's, I mean realistically guys can't get off unless we connect to the person right i agree right like it's it's just it's not um as as awful as it's going to say we do not have the imagination deep enough for that right where we can just constantly lay in bed you know jerk off and whatnot and you know, like it'd be completely pleasurable every fucking time. Yeah. Right. So we need stimulus, which we turn to. If we can't find the real thing, we turn to videos. Right. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's in that that we um, we don't detach from it. But like we're super detached from it when it's just solo by ourselves. Right. And like, I, I feel like that's why most people tend to like, if they can't find an actual woman, most men will go to porn because of the visual stimulation. Yeah. Right. It gets the, it gets the entire body and the energetic system going because there's at least a female there. Exactly. It gets the dopamine going. Yep. Right. It's a gratification. Right. So again, and it says it in uh, the book Models as well. It's just like, stop watching porn. If you got a problem, stop watching porn. That'll alleviate. And that was like, that's my whole thing. I remember, um, this is a tangent on another side. I remember this guy not arguing with me, but saying, you know, it's a little bit more difficult than that or different than that. And I was just like, that's not really. And this is what I was saying. If you, um, if you don't want sugar in your body, Right. Like um, like there's there's a, there's going to always be a normal level of sugar in your body if you eat anything other than fruits and vegetables or like veg- like and I'm not talking about fructose. I'm talking about like the harder sugars. Right. Like the stuff in breads, the stuff in almost everything in the middle aisles of the grocery store because it's got high fructose corn syrup in it. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Like those items mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. are. Stop buying them. Yeah. Right. When you're out at a restaurant, sure, if someone's buying you dinner, maybe go and, and indulge and whatnot. But that's going to be okay because it's going to flush out of your system because it's not the normal part. <laughs> but like that candy aisle, don't go down it. And I'm not talking about don't buy like one bag of like of, of candy instead of buying two. I'm saying don't buy any. Yeah. Right. And the other thing is, is that if you've got that big of a problem, don't go down that fucking aisle until you can do yep. one thing, right? Until you can go down that aisle, look at shit and say no to yourself that you don't need it. Don't go down 
And that's the same thing with porn. Yeah, exactly. If you want to do one of two things, not fap or retain, that's mm-hmm. and and that is your normal go-to. Stop watching yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's not doing you any good. Exactly. Right? It's just that's, it's just that, wasted time, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it just you can go detrimental, but like just summing it up, it just really keeps you complacent in life. Like you doing that, you're you're not gonna achieve your goal. And even people that think that they achieve all their goals and they're still doing that, there's no way that you did. Because real goals are not an instant gratification. Yeah. It takes time and effort. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing is yeah. is that people people see results too quickly. Yes. And they stop. Yes, exactly. Right, like, okay, here's here's a good yeah. example of something. Couldn't agree more. Right, a good example. Some chick was writing about how she chose to be celibate in 2020. Okay. And she's like, well, what if I find a guy that I really, really like? And she's like, how long do I, what do I say to him and how long do we wait until, you know? I'm just like, I, and, and I wrote it back and I was like, when I chose to be celibate, it wasn't for an, a year. It was a lifestyle choice. And um, my decision on that was I didn't want to bang anybody until I found somebody that I wanted to have children with. Yeah. Right. And I was like, you know, I I then said to them, I was like, why don't you review the reasons why you chose to go celibate so that you don't ruin the contract on yourself? Yeah. Right. Like you chose to go celibate. So the answer to your fucking question is you don't fuck the guy. Like, that's the answer to the question. I don't know where the fuck... I don't know. understand her logic on it unless she's just really willing to, like, throw out her contract to herself. Now, dude, here's what I'm learning. Uh-huh. Don't set contracts with yourself if you don't plan on seeing them through. Yeah, I agree. Because that just causes a disconnect within yourself. And then, yeah. because what that causes, you're not true to yourself. You're not true to yourself. That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Because now you're not living a truthful life. You're living a lie. Yeah. Which is going to take you down the rabbit hole, you know? So, no, I agree. You right. have to be true to yourself, truly. Yep. And, like, it opens the door for you to start making excuses to not do it. Like, to, you know, like, to yes. not hold to your word. That your word is... Yeah. Like, here, think about it this way, man. If you can't yeah. hold to your own word of you doing things and you following through, why should uh-huh. anybody else on the planet go like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow that dude. Exactly. You don't, you don't like no one should ever like you know like you you didn't earn it, you didn't follow through. You fucking gave up on your word. You said you were gonna do this. Now the other thing is is that we need to as people do two things. One, not go so hard on ourselves because we do. Yeah. Right. We really beat ourselves up and ride ourselves sometimes, and and we need to stop that shit. Yeah. Right. But. To hold ourselves a fuck, learn to hold ourselves accountable, right? Mm-hmm. So that if you fall off, get the fuck back on. Yeah. Who gives a shit, man? Like renew right then, and this time, follow through. And if you can't push further, like dude, all I all I'm saying is this: don't try and run a marathon the first time you learn how to run. 
your only goal the first time you learn how to run is to get one step further than where you were the last time. Yeah. Right. And so like my thing with semen retention is just take it a day at a time. And if you, as a person, choose to not retain and you choose to start again, just beat your last record. Mm-hmm. That's it. I agree. That's it. Right. And eventually you'll get to this cross, uh, like a, like a turning point where you don't want to go back. There's, there is, right? right? Like there is this point where you're just like, you know what? It's not worth it. Exactly. Right? You've already gone this far. You might as well see it through. And what is, so here's the, here's the thing, dude. How long does semen retention last for? Like how long, do, like, is it just until you find a girl that you're willing to like, like for me, it's just finding a girl that I'm willing to get pregnant and do going that route. So until that happens, I'll probably retain. Dude, and you have to understand, like, just just really think about it. Like, you're going to have so much more energy to give her. Like, aren't you supposed to give your woman all the energy that you have? Yeah. If you're just carelessly wasting it, like, she's going to, like, she's going to feel like you don't, like, have as much energy in a sense, like it's, this is all subconscious. I'm trying to say that's that's why I'm saying it kind of like that because we all feel things on a very subconscious level. That's why whenever you retain for a long time, your uh, aura actually becomes a lot stronger. You become way more magnetic. Mm-hmm. People can feel that. People are going to be able to feel that. You're literally going to start glowing. Not that. Not that I wouldn't say anybody isn't before because to truly glow, I I I I know truly glow that's based upon your intentions that's why some people have that darker or because that their fucking intentions are dark so but you glow more because you're transmuting your sexual energy and you have purity within your sexual energy you're not filled with like i said lust and just just these things that corrupt your innocence that corrupt your yeah. your, your purity which in and in, in, in thus corrupting your sexual energy which your sexual energy is actually i truly feel like you're you're everything well it's it's the creative side of us right like exactly exactly (laughs) it's the yeah isn't isn't that where the um the sacral is where the womb of the woman is right Mm -hmm. is that is that correct right and that's where our um our seed is Exactly. Right. So that's the sacral chakra. That's our sexual energy mm-hmm. zone, and that's also the creative center. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it makes it makes complete exactly. sense, right? So every single creative person out there might want to take a little bit of a hit and go, "Hey," right? And and keep in mind, I'm only yeah. on day five, but I'm also, I would say, um, I would say, out of anybody on the planet, I shouldn't count for any test. Like, I can't, right? Because I'm already, like, dude, I could probably jerk off. If, if like, when I was younger, dude, and, and all of that shit, I could literally, like, jerk off three or four times a day and still get a lot of stuff done, still be very creative, still be, like, totally connected. Like, it was weird. I'm different than most people. But for most people... But the thing... But listen, but listen, I'm about to say, you had a level of creativity 
that a lot of people probably didn't have. But the thing of it is, just like Michael Jordan could get better, you don't think you could be more creative? Oh, 100%. If Michael Jordan in the in the conference playoffs against the Detroit Pistons was saying how his legs weren't as strong as they needed to be. And mind you, this is fucking Michael Jordan. Yeah. He was already great then. If he knows he can get better, I'm pretty sure we can all get better in everything in life. This man, he come on. He's Michael Jordan. He knew he could improve still. We can always improve. It doesn't matter where you're at. We can always improve. So however much you were doing, how creative you were, if you're retaining, it would have took it to another notch. Yeah. Because you can always do more. So I'm not saying that you weren't doing a lot. Well just the fact that, that we can always do more in life. You can you can do more to a certain extent, right? Like there's only there's only so far you can go as a solo individual on this planet. Right? There is. There's like legitimately you will max out. So what needs to happen is you need to go out and meet more people and that will increase other areas. Like let's say Oh, I Right, and that's the way that I look at it, right? So, yeah. like, in order for me back back then to maximize my creativity, I would have needed more people, right? Yeah. Right now, what I'm thinking, like, what I need the most is focus, mm-hmm. right? Think about the concept of focus. And, like, if you just, like, imagine being a laser and you're just focusing on one object the whole time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah you kind of like, you'll start burning a hole into it. Like you'll really like, that's the kind of like laser focus that I want is, you know, like focus, 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 focus on, you know, like creating, going to the gym. That's why I'm getting off social as well, right? Like cutting out as many distractions as possible and just going after what I actually want now. Yeah. Right. Like I don't, I don't need to counsel people anymore. That part of my life is done. Yeah, right? man. So I'm grateful that I have all of those tools because I'm one, 100% going to help my kids out whenever they fucking need me. Right. Mm. I have those tools. I can help anybody in my network out break through shit. That's great to have because I don't want like, dude, think about it this way. Right. Your network is only as strong as the people in your network. Exactly. Right. And that's a part of you, right? So you're only as strong as the people in your network. And if people are weak in your network and you're not, if you're not helping your network get better, what the fuck are they? Why, why should they have you in their network? Yeah. Right. So that's, you know, like another big part of me is I want to be able to make sure that my people are always improving and growing, which now this is important. This is what I've learned too, is that, um, we need to pick the right people to champion as well. Mm-hmm. You can't just be championing anybody out there anymore, right? Like how you lost, like how you let go of and lost a bunch of your friends. Yeah. Look at them as no longer being distractions in your life. Exactly. Right. And it's, you know, it's harsh to look at it that way, but that's what it is. Right. So like for it me, is. counseling people was a distraction from actually going after what I want. It was. Think how much emotional baggage that you took on. I think, you know. Yeah. Think how much stuff that that you took on, that those people didn't give a fuck, that they were throwing that into your your reality. Like people don't even care, and that's why I've always told you that I've never done. Like if I'm really having a bad day, 
like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really not about to just throw that on you or just, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between you just really talking to somebody about something and you just trying to really throw that energy that you have to that person to make you feel better. And now you feel 100% better after talk to that person because that energetic exchange is like that. It wasn't balanced. It was imbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so now, well, and I mean, I was also probably hiding. I was also discovering me. And, and dude, I was also very broken. Right. So now that I'm feeling a lot more healed, a lot more me and letting go of like all of that shit, because like legitimately, yeah. dude, I, I was super sad, like super sad yeah. about losing all of those people. Because, yeah. and this is the kicker, because I thought it was important. Yeah. It's not. It's not at all. Fuck. It's not, it's not important at all. Like, all of oh. the work that I was doing back, back then, not important. Yeah. It was only important because I thought it was. Because I put focus mm-hmm. to it. And because I put focus to it, it became important. Yep. Right? But now that it all fell apart and crumbled and looking back at it, going, ah, eh, fuck, whatever. Right. Right. It's like it's like missing. It's like moving from your hometown and going back to it as an adult and not recognizing it anymore because it's fucking changed. Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, does it still mean the same to you as it did before? It shouldn't. Like it literally shouldn't because it's not the same. And that's what I was doing. I wasn't living in the current state of affairs going, oh, all these motherfuckers have changed. Yeah. Right. And that's okay. Because I don't need to live in their world. Exactly. Right. I'm, you know, perfectly good living in my own world now, doing my own thing, close knit group of people and just moving forward. I don't want to meet mm-hmm. just anybody anymore. Right. And it, like you're talking to me standards. That's exactly what you're telling 100%. me. 100%. So like we were talking about how like, women can tell like you know how you were saying that women can tell right yeah there's also like my favorite quote to like people and i've said it i think i've said it to you and i've said it on here but i'll say it again because it goes along with women tell um you legitimately and i am telling you from experience now you cannot land anything eight nine or ten and i'm not talking just in looks i'm talking about a human being in an overall state of just being what you're looking for or like being awesome and, and being good for you. Right. The eight, nines and tens of the world are not going to go near you. If you're hanging out with five, sixes and sevens. I agree. They just won't. Right. So to all the people out there that are just like, why doesn't she like me? It's probably because of what you're around, what you're allowing yourself to be around. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because that shows that shows reflection to you. Yeah. Because that's what you allow. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I allowed myself to I I I put myself out there and I allowed myself to go through every single thing that I went through. Now, here's the other thing that people don't ever fucking pay attention to, and it's super important. And we it's hard to do it when we're low. Which is not necessarily see the silver lining, 
but keep moving forward to see what happens next. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's that part in the video game where you're, it's, it's that challenging part, right? Right. Where like you, it's, it's the, what I would consider the hardest boss at the lower levels. You know, that level where like, it's super fucking hard to beat. Have you ever been into one of those? Like, uh, you're saying like, a. Uh... Just like the boss level, like yeah, I, I get what like you're in, saying. In a like, video, in a video I, game, you know, like how, like how, how here, I'll, I'll explain. It. Like yeah. you're playing, you're playing the video game out. So like you get, you play the video game at first, and and obviously you don't know what the fuck you're doing, so you're dying and whatnot. But once you get understanding that side of it, you start getting through a couple of levels because the levels are built on an idea that they build on top of each other, right? So, like, you get through the first level, and second level is almost just as easy as the first level, but it's a little bit different, and it introduces something new, probably. Same with the third level, you know, continuing forward. But at some point, you're going to get so used to what you've been doing that you need an actual challenge. And the game's going to put in something early in the game that is a boss that is probably too hard for where you think you're at level-wise, right? And it'll beat you because... You need to learn how to beat that boss. And so, like, you continue to play that level until you get really, really finessed enough that you can beat that boss. But the thing is, most people give up after losing to the boss a couple of times. They give up playing. They give up doing anything. And they just go, no. They never see it through. And they don't know that the next level is the most fun level in the game. But you just have to beat this fucking level and you're going to get to the end. Just get through this motherfucker. He's like 40% through the fucking game. You just beat this guy and you get to play most of the rest of the game. Right? Most people give up when they're challenged at that level. Right? We're not talking like day seven. We're talking day 14. Right? Or not even day 14. We're talking like day, day 12, 13, and 14. Probably a semen retention for some people. Right? That yeah. really, that time where they just need to fucking push through, but they don't, and they fucking, you know, blow their load, and they have to restart all over again. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, well, that's too much effort. It was 14 days. I don't want to do that again. And they give up, and they just walk away. No. Yeah. Push the fuck through, because you don't know what's on the other end. Dude, if I had not let go of all of my shit, I wouldn't be in the position I am right now. And my life's actually not all that bad. Right. Like it's actually really good and on an up level right now. So. But I had to go through two months of shit. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And I I think like. Before I started retaining and that's that's what kind of what I'm saying, like as a man, like really think about it, really think about it. What's the difference between a woman and a man? It's only one difference. Permanent eggs, baby. Thank you. So if you retain the one thing that keeps you a man, wouldn't that kind of bring you more into yourself? Yeah. Bring you more into who you truly are? Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's why I feel that every man should do a form of semen retention. I'm not saying how long, but I'm just saying a form because I don't care what level 
at your life that you're at, everybody can retain of some sort. Yeah. Everybody can. Truly, are you, is, are you always trying to have a baby every time you have sex? No. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's no way. There's no way. No possible way. Every time you're trying to procreate. I mean, you shouldn't. No way. I mean, there's, it's, there's literally no way. Yeah. There's no way that every time you're trying to have sex, you're trying to procreate. No way. So that's what I'm saying. Everybody can retain some sort. Yeah. Some sort. 100%, because if, dude. You know, because this is our life force. Like, come on. It's called life force for a reason. Yeah. Into life. Don't you need life force energy? Like, it's really simple. It's just really simple when you start breaking it down as to how much we truly do need to retain what keeps us, yeah. us, men. Because that's the only difference. If you don't retain like that, I mean, and I'll even say it from experience, like, before I started retaining, like, I was way more feminine. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this shit is for real. Like, I've really, like, asserted my masculinity with this. Like, my voice has gotten deeper. I carry myself differently. Like, I can feel that shit. You think women want a feminine man or masculine? Depends. Come on now. Depends. It literally does, though. It depends. Overall. But overall. Overall. We're talking about masculine, straight men and masculine. women, like traditional straight men and this, women, this, like that type of relationship to get, like, yeah. to build a family like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they would want. They would want the man to be the man and the woman to be the woman in that sense. They want the sperm to be the sperm and the eggs to be the eggs. Yeah. Right. 100%. Dude. Yeah. Now, the thing is, this is, this is what we also don't keep in mind. You already have. You've been doing women's studies since the moment that you were born, probably. Mm-hmm. Right. Most men mm-hmm. do not get to do men's studies as they grow up. So, like that's what I'm saying. And what do you what do you mean by that? You mean like they don't? Well, think about think about when. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Um, when, like, role model wise, right? Uh huh. Besides Uh your father, to a certain point, right? Um, who else has like in school? in in formal education, when was your first male school teacher? Um, uh, I would honestly say in middle school. Okay, so how old were you? Uh, middle school, how would you be? Uh, so how would you be? Like 11? I was about to say 10, 11. Okay, yeah. wonderful, right? Mine was the same age. So what we're saying here is as authority figures, you growing up, you had mostly women. Yes, that's true. Okay. So it's true. Women's studies. We observed women that way. Uh, Yeah. Right. That's how young men observed women as authority figures in positions where if classrooms had a male and female teacher, we would not have grown up that way. Yeah. We don't have the positive male role models in this in in any type of learning system. Yeah. But that's not 
Like, in all honesty, dude, boys shouldn't be in the classroom as much as they are. And I'm not saying women should either. We should be doing the skills that we're supposed to be doing, not reading books. Yeah. People from the age of, if you can, if a kid can fucking pick up a hammer and be conscious enough about hitting a nail in the correct spot, they should be able to go to work. Mm-hmm. Right. And maybe they don't actually pick up a hammer for the first two years. And from age six to fucking eight, they're just putting, you know, they're, they're collecting whatever fucking garbage they can and putting it away. Yeah. Right. Because the other thing that we don't learn growing up, which is super important, is not necessarily hierarchy, but your place. Mm. Right. Now, think about the animal kingdom. Do we look down upon any of the animal kingdom for putting their little people into place? Or do we just look at it like going, fuck yeah, they're doing what they're supposed to do. But we don't do that. Right? Like, think about that. We really don't. Are you there? It's because it's conditioning. You know, like, we're, it's just, it's just, it's a lot of fucking conditioning in school. Like, you're literally so fucking conditioned. Like, you don't really know, oh, I'm supposed to think this way. Or not even supposed to think. For me to get out of a box, because I don't, I don't care. I, I don't give a fuck. You're not supposed to think in a fucking box. Mm-hmm. That's how you are controlled. That's how you are manipulated. Because you were thinking inside of parameters that they built for you. Yep. And we've talked about this. Think about the different, there's different ages of development. There's like zero to seven or like there's like zero to three, three yeah. to seven, seven to like nine, nine to 13. Like there's, there's, there's levels of development. So yeah. you're saying to me, like when you said to me that you were more feminine until you started doing semen retention, I think testosterone is giving you that understanding right but the thing is one of the reasons why you and a lot of people out there today are more feminine than masculine is because of our development exactly i was raised around all women what do you expect what do you expect i mean exactly never had a father knowing that i was a boy exactly but not being treated but being treated like women Mm -hmm. right and 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 because, and you can call bullshit on me all you want, but female teachers always favored the female students more than the men. Uh, uh, yeah. Right? Just naturally. Because you were in... See, because here's the psychological side behind it. Women, Uh some women, you know, like, or in general, got into teaching for girls to get an edge. Hmm psychologically they went into teaching because they didn't like how school went for them so they wanted to go and change the system to make it better for girls Mm -hmm. right so every single opportunity that they can they will push girls ahead of guys yeah right and then and then when guys start acting out we'll punish the guys for acting out and still promote the girls yeah right but we still look at it in, we don't look at it in current times where this is actually happening. We don't see the, like, what I'm talking about 
is going to happen in 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Right? The, what is happening today will actually show up 20 years from now. Right? So you're seeing what happened to me going through school. So like the 2010 kid are the result of the like 1990 and 1980 kids. <clears throat> if you know what I mean. Right? Like mine went through school and, and if any women didn't give a fuck, like didn't like how the system went, they went into teaching and those women went into the education system with a grudge, with already a chip on their shoulder saying, I'm going to make a difference. Now, they could be the nicest and sweetest person, always think that they are giving to the other, like both sides equally, but you're not. Because, and I'm just going to say it, if it was a male teacher, they would favor the boys. I understand the dynamics. That's why both need to be in the classroom. Both. For balance. Yes. For balance. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, the only way that it would work. Because boys need to be able to get favored by men and women, like, in, in that sense, right? Where, mm -hmm. because there's, honestly, dude, there is nothing like a man being proud of you when you're a young boy. Really 100%. isn't. Really isn't. And most young men don't get that enough. We get it from the other yeah. side of how to treat people from the mom, right? Like my yeah. mom taught me to open doors for people to say thank you and please and like be kind and courteous and treat people with respect. Mm -hmm. I got that from my, my mom. I do not take pride well. I do not take, hey, way to go, Mike. I don't take that well. I'm like, what the fuck do you want from me? What angle are you playing right mm -hmm. now? Right. What are you trying to learn from me? What are you trying to get out of me? Right. I don't take that type of encouragement. Well, even if it's just an innocent comment from somebody who just wants to like say they're proud of me, I don't take it well because I didn't learn how to accept it as a kid because all I ever got was in trouble for being proud because I didn't have a man pull me aside and go, you're allowed to feel super good on the inside, but you don't need to show mm -hmm. them. They don't need to know how good you feel. Yeah. Right. But you can still feel it. You're allowed to feel super awesome about what you accomplished and what you did because it was amazing. Yeah. But they don't care and they don't need to fucking see it. So just keep it to yourself. I did not have that type of role model as a young boy. All I ever got was in trouble for doing things that I excelled at and wanted to celebrate in my own fucking way. Right. And it's, it, is it my fault that the things I excelled at um, made people feel really, really bad on the other end because it was that fucking challenging? Mm -hmm. You don't think I felt fucking bad when I failed, when I didn't win, when I got like, when, when you know, like shit was turned? Of course I felt fucking bad, but I got used to it because you get used to losing. Like losing is easy yeah. to deal with when you lose all the time. The hard yeah. part is winning. So like when you start winning and you're starting to do really, really well and you've lost your entire life, guess what you're going to start thinking about? Losing yeah. again. You're going to think about when are you going to lose, right? And the other yeah. thing is, is that what we don't think, we don't think a step ahead of going, not necessarily, because you got you to gotta think in the back of your head that you're going to lose at some point, right? Yeah. Right? So, um. It's not about losing. It's about what do you do after you lose? Right? Yeah, that's, I agree. 
That is the only thing that matters after you lose. That's what I'm realizing. Like, the loss doesn't matter. You can learn from it. You can go like, oh, okay, what, what things did I fuck up here? But what matters the most is do you retire the jersey or do you put it back on and go back out and play the next night? And mm-hmm. as if the night before that didn't fucking happen. 100%, man. You got to put that shit behind you. Yeah. And you got to come back stronger and faster and better. Right. Because you got to use everything as fuel and strength, man. You got to put that shit, put, use that as the gasoline to your fire and just keep using that fuel yeah. to fuel you to go farther and harder. Truly. Truly. And Could it out? if you fall down, everybody falls down. Who gets up? Yeah. Who gets better and stronger? And says, I don't give a fuck if I fall again, because I'm going to get right the fuck back up yeah. every time. Right the fuck back yeah. up. Yeah. Right. And and the thing is, it's not physical. Exactly. It isn't at all. Yeah. It's um, what happens very, is, very. it is, no, dude, it, well, yes and no. It's like a fine line where you only have a select amount of time before it becomes emotional. And once it becomes emotional, it's a whole other fucking ballgame. It's like the difference between trying to decode something in black and white and decode something in seven colors. Seven options times seven times seven times this times this. Like, just like we're talking the difference between two options and maybe some gray if you really want to stretch it, right? And 156 million colors or 256 million colors, something ridiculous, right? Like of what a monitor is. Right, 256 million different options to choose from. The moment that you let it go emotional. Right, that's why if you can train yourself to like get the fuck back up as soon as possible and dust it off, yeah, you know what? It fucking hurts. Trust me, the people that are getting up and walking it off, it hurts them too. Mm-hmm. Right, it hurts everybody. It hurts to fall down. Nobody likes to fall down. Right. But, like, it's the champions are the ones that have learned that it doesn't matter how many times you fall back, fall down, it's how many times you get back up, and it's how quickly you get back up and get going again. Right? Couldn't agree more, man. Like, like this. Take, take this into consideration. You should be able to, <clears throat> as long as you're learning along the way, if you find somebody that you really, 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 really like just enjoy as a human being right the only thing holding you back from loving that person instantly is what you're holding on to right yet again pardon yeah right so i couldn't be more yet again like that's it right so like you know it's it's us we're the ones that hold ourselves back from having amazing lives simply because we hold on to the shit from that past because we, and you know what? Oh, fuck me. Casey has a really good saying for this too. He's like, most people get mad at you because they don't want to admit that they're wrong. Yeah. And the number one person that we don't want to admit that we're wrong to is ourselves. Yep. Right. I held on to so much shit from my past because I didn't want to be wrong about who I was. You know what I realized, man? 
It doesn't fucking matter who I think I am. Really doesn't matter. I'm just supposed to be here, do whatever the fuck I want to do, and die. That's it. But building identities and shit like that, that's something that we're taught. Do you know that? We're conditioned from the moment that we're born of what's your name? How do I identify you from everybody else? And we start building an identity of who we are. And that starts programming us about who we're going to become. But we don't know shit. We don't know enough about human, uh, the human ecosystem to understand how we work, right? So we don't understand, like, there's, dude, there's literally, like, inside of you right now, there's loops within loops within loops within loops within loops of coding running at the same time, chaining together to create what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. We're super complicated. What fucks us up is that we don't let go of that old coding and allow ourselves to go back to being those kids again. Yeah, because you're stuck in fucking loop, like you said. Stuck in the loop. You're stuck yeah, at, you know, like you got molested at age five. So now you're stuck in the molesting at age five loop, but you continue on and something bad happens to you. Like your dad leaves you at age eight. So now you have age five looping. You have age eight looping and whatever the fuck else gets built on top of that, because now you're going to start dating people that are not good for you. Yeah. Right. Because that's how you see love. Yeah. You see love as people touching you inappropriately and leaving you eventually. And I'm not saying those are the same people, but you will start to find those people in the same thing. 100%. Right. And then it starts building into what you consider is your identity of who you are. Mm-hmm. And really it's something that happened to the body that we then built some sort of mental and emotional response to. And if we really firmly believe that that's who we are, we started to create and cement that. Mm-hmm. And then we just don't recover from it. And we loop and we loop and we loop. And we then start using those loops to build bigger loops, to build more loops. And then we start combining them like the fucking Olympic, um, the Olympic rings, you know, like those five loops into one. Right. That's also yeah. one big loop. Right. One big. So loop. like what I would say with that is like whenever you're in the loop, you don't know you're in the loop. Simply. Yeah. Because you keep going to the same place. But like you said, you don't want to be truthful and accountable with yourself and know that you're at the same place in life whenever you're trying to move forward. You just move right back where you were. You didn't move anywhere. You step right back in the place that you're at. So, no, I I agree, man. It's it's. That's where, that's where awareness plays such a, ma- like a, a major role. 100%. You have to be aware. You have to be aware that you're in a loop. Yeah. And then it's like, there's, there's a difference. There's like this, um, people can't see it because they would think that they're side by side. But if you really look close, there's a major, major gap between that needs to be filled 
between awareness and acceptance. Mm. Most people are, can become aware that they're in a loop, but cannot accept that they are. And then they, yeah. don't, they don't do shit about it. They're just like, yeah. they're just aware that they're in it. Like me for the longest time, because I didn't know how to break free. You know what helped me break free, dude? And this is, um, well, it, it'll help you on one end. I don't know how, you'd have to go and talk. Like, are your grandparents from your dad's side still alive? Uh, no, actually not. They, they live to be old, though. They're like in their 90s, gotcha. 80s and 90s. Right. Um, what about your dad? Like, did your dad have any siblings? Siblings. Um, right. Like, you're, I mean, you're a tough case, right? Because, like, let's say that you had issues from, like, you don't seem to have any issues, not necessarily from your dad passing, but um, from growing up with him. If you know what I mean? Like, you don't have anything that's unresolved. Now, let's yeah. take another person that has unresolved shit and their parents are both alive. The best thing that you can do is basically, in a sense, talk to them. Because they're, they're, they, mm. they're your genetics. They're going to help you through a bunch of stuff, especially if it's shit that you've never talked to them about. Do not come in swinging at them saying this is your fault. Most people will just be like, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. come in understanding that it is a programming error within you that you want to fix and the two people that can help you the most because they helped cause it or in a sense were there or whatever it was are your parents yes they will break you free from a lot of shit but you have to have the courage to talk to them which isn't I mean yeah which which isn't the easiest thing no. a lot of times because it's just that uncomfortable type thing, getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Well, Truly. it really comes down to this. I mean, if you are, if, 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 cause some people are closer with their parents than other people. So yeah. if you aren't, you yes. get what I'm saying? Then yeah, yeah, yeah. you're coming out of a place of comfort. You know, you're coming out of your comfort zone to do something that's uncomfortable, which is going to cause some tension, some sort of tension. You know, one hundred percent, dude. Probably not on your parents' side because I mean, they're your parents. They probably, you know, what I'm saying they. I feel like it's not nothing would really, really be awkward. Probably for your parents, like they had you. You know, what I'm saying how many times your parents fucking seen you butt ass naked running around right. the house, look. Right, right. You like, know what all I'm of saying? that shit. Right, and that's the whole thing. We forget that we forget two things about our parents: that they raised us and they know us. Yeah quite well um at least used to know us quite well and two they were our age once you think yeah you think that like you you think it's new to you yeah but your parents are watching going we went through something similar my man something similar for sure right like my mom and i have these discussions and she's just like you know you're well ahead of me and I'm like, well, what are you talking about? I'm like, I didn't start really dealing with what you're dealing with right now until I was like 50. She's like, wow. you're at least 10 years ahead of me. Right? And I was like, oh, shit. And she's like, yeah, you know, like, I may be where I am right now, but most of this shit didn't happen until after she was like 40 to 45. Right? My mom struggled up to the age of 40. And then she just, you know, like, she got super lucky and unfortunate 
in the same breath because her favorite aunt passed away and left her a bunch of money. Mm. My mom, super smart lady, invested that into a house and property and leveraged it to eventually, you know, like sell it for enough that she could move down to the States, still have a lump sum with her new husband and um, have like basically almost the same fucking house for half the price. Because America is just cheaper to buy it than Canada. Did you know that? I live in... Fuck no, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, I live in... Yeah, dude, 100%. The place that I live in right now, I pay... We pay total. It's a three-bedroom upstairs, um, maybe 1,300 square feet. We pay because... And only because I've lived here for 15 years. We pay 12... We're going to be paying 1248 in February. Oh, no, 1280. Wow. We're paying 1280 between, and it could be between three of us, but it's only between me and my roommate, which means that in total with like utilities and everything, I'm paying maybe max, and I mean max a month, um, 900 bucks for a three bedroom, 1300 square foot with a spare room. Wow. Right. So, but the only reason why I have that is because I've lived yeah. here for 15 years and they can't increase the price that fast. Now, if we were I mean, to, yeah, that's, that's like that's like equity. That's like equity. You know yeah, what I'm saying? In a sense. Right? So if, 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 if I were to move out from this place, the minimum that I would find for something less than what I have right now, um, yeah. even if I bought, would be probably $2,000. Yeah. Wow. And that's renting. Ooh. Property houses here. I live... Okay. I live on a million dollar property and the house is a piece of shit just because property uh, value is at that level. Yeah. Right. It's not good. And a big part of it is because China or the Chinese have bought up a lot of the land. Um, and therefore then started this whole, like there was a loophole in the government of BC that allowed people to buy up a lot of shit really, really quickly. And um, Canada there's, there's, or not Canada, but at least BC, there's chunks of it. And we're talking like city chunks that are actually like majorly Asian now that used to be white. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that's, uh, that's what you're telling me too. Yeah. How like demographic, the demographic has uh, just kind of changed where you live. From just mm-hmm. living there for, you know, like your whole life and everything. So 100%. You want to know something? Yeah. You want to know something funny though? I have a ridiculous amount of Chinese women that live in Canada that I could basically go after if I really wanted to date and try and find and whatnot. But I decided instead to get on an online dating site and meet someone that actually lives in China for some reason. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, I, I, have no, I have no desire to go out and date people that live in Canada, but I'm absolutely curious about this woman in Shanghai. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's what? what I realized. It doesn't matter where they live. What matters is how you connect with them. And like, that's the thing. I wouldn't have found her here. Yeah, that, that, exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, that exact girl, that exact person. Like, yeah. She's not going to be where, like you said, in Canada because nope. we're all unique. We are all different. 
So there's no way, you know what I'm saying? Her exact energy is not going to be There's no way. Nope, it's Shanghai. Because where you live, where you live changes you too. Where yeah. you live builds you to the person you are too. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, and I'm like a very Eastern type guy too. Mm-hmm. Right, like I would be. I don't necessarily like the the way of living, and the only reason why they live the way that they live isn't because of the way that they want to live. It's because they have way too many people. Yeah. Way too many, right? But yeah. But their philosophies and the way that they view things 100% right they're I would say they're way more open minded about existence than the west is the west is all about um, like the east dude may have like their religions but they've transcended past that into like a level of spirituality that's completely different than here Mm -hmm. we are stuck in science and Christianity and those types of religions like that. Whereas over there, like think of, we, we call them Buddhists, but are they? Mm-hmm. Right? They're just practicing a certain way, but who knows what their fucking beliefs are, right? Like there's so many different, like the yin-yang symbol can be adopted to a ton of different things to understand. Yeah. It's not a Western thing. It's only stolen from the East. Right, the majority of like amazing spiritual like spiritual practices come from the East that the West robs. Mm-hmm. Right, but I mean, it's it's also the like um, I don't even know how to explain it, but I just I um, I feel like I resonate more with that area than I do over here. Mm-hmm. Right? Do, not that do you I want feel to, like the energy there, not the fucking way that the establishment is, not the way that their government yeah. is, not any of that yeah. stuff, the energy, like the yeah. energy of the planet and the consciousness that comes out of the ground there as compared to here. Yeah. Right. Like think about, think about being, let's say that this, that the brain is the size of um, a stadium. Okay. Like think of mm-hmm. a stadium in your head. Any like the one in um, there's one in St. Louis, right? There's a big stadium. Like professional teams probably play at them, like the Blues, wherever the Blues play or whatever. Oh man, right? right up the street from me. Okay, there's two of them. Okay, right. Imagine now. Imagine that is the brain, and okay. now you can walk on top of it, and you can walk in different areas, but your feet can only pull up the information from those sections. So when you're at the front of the brain, you can only access the front of the brain. When you're at the back of the brain, you can only access the back. And you're not aware of the other side. Right? Now think of that in consciousness and think of that in the dispersion of energy. Right? If Earth is providing us with consciousness, it would be different here than it would be in in the East. Yeah. Like that's what it's pushing out, right? It's pushing out Western consciousness, just like they're pushing out Eastern consciousness. And I'm putting those in quotes because East and West are concepts by created by man. Yeah. What we're really just talking about is just like, dude, the trees look different here than over there. And that's the earth growing in its consciousness. And that's what I've been trying to tell people. Like when you go to new places, everything is fucking different. 
like everything, the people, everything, mm-hmm. everything is different. And like, like I'm telling you, it's not just the rules and regulations of what man has put on it. It's the land. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. It's what I'm saying. That's why you go to different parts of the world and the food tastes 100% different. Yeah. Because shit grows differently there. Yeah. The fucking climate is probably 100% different. And they're bond with the vegetables and all like, that stuff and the food. And yeah. Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm super looking forward to actually legitimately having Chinese food for the first time ever. Yeah. Right? Because I don't know what it is here. It's like Western Chinese food here. Right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Right, like I'm talking yeah. like Chinese food, Chinese food, like made in Trust China. Me. I know exactly. I was about to say, yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you know, but but that's like that's the way that I see it, right? And the other thing is, is that I think that we see it completely backwards. Like, okay, so you want to understand the concept of we're all one, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you got misled by thinking that the universe mattered. That's the illusion. What if we are the planet? Mm. And you are one little piece of it, like a fingernail or a finger, or you know what I mean, right? Think of the body. The body acts independently to itself, but is still the body. Your finger is its finger. It's different than a toe, but it's still considered the body. Yeah. You are earth consciousness. You, you, your body is made of earth, made of the planet, right? And your consciousness comes up through the planet into you, right? And we breathe in and out. We breathe like the atmosphere and the air of the planet, which is just the energy of the planet to keep our system going. It's the electricity that helps us keep moving. But you know, and then we receive um, our daily data from the sun passing on shit, right? If you pick up on it, you pick up on it. If you don't, you don't. But your consciousness comes up through the root, through the planet. And it's different for all of us, even if it's the same. Um, like, think of it as we all have the same operating system, but through different, like, Think of your phone and think of every single phone that was manufactured just like it. Okay. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Right. Imagine your phone at at, at factory settings. Okay. Okay. Now your phone at factory settings is still completely unique to any other phone. Do you know why? Because of the serial number. Oh. It's already separated from everybody there, right? So, but oh, it's, yeah, no, I, I, right? You know, what I thought about just trying to throw this in there. Yeah, go. If me, if me and you have the same fucking core, mm-hmm. the same ear, why the fuck does my key only unlock my car? I'm telling you, right? <laughs> right? Exactly. Right? Exactly. Because they're all unique. Different. I'm telling you, they're all you exactly. Right. They're all wow. made unique. And so like going back with the phone. It's so true. now it's on the assembly line and it's all getting their little sticker put on them. 
to sell them yeah. to to first and foremost identify them as what they are and then identify them as yeah. unique right but mm-hmm. then you get they go to the store and they're all in their nice little boxes and whatnot and let what color is your phone i think it's uh blue blue how many different yeah, varying blue. colors are there of your phone uh, five or six. Five or six. Eight. Now imagine if those five or six continuously competed for your attention. Mm. And they continuously fought and blah, 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 blah to get, you know, like your spot, right? That's what we do as human beings. Yeah. It's no mm. different, right? Except for these things don't have that level of consciousness yet. Now, yeah. you walk in and you pick the blue one out of those. So now it's unique in color towards every other one that's different in color to it. But it's not unique to the colors of its own breed. Mm. Right? But it's already separated, you know, like one fifth of the way. Right? So now we're down to 20% of that line of phone being all unique. Or, or sorry, all being the same except for their um, serial number. Okay? Now, every single user that's going to buy one of those phones is going to turn it on. And the operating system is going to be the exact same operating system for everybody. Right? Yeah. Yours is no different than the next person's. Just like my, my operating system as a human being is no different than yours. Now, yeah. what's going to start happening is you're going to start downloading apps onto your phone. And as you start downloading apps, your phone changes into being completely different. So that by the time that you are a year into your phone, two people that bought the same phone at the same place at the same time at the same color could have two totally different phones because one, their operating system may be the same, but all of the apps that they use are different. And two, the case that they bought for their phone may be a different color. So you can have twins that look identically the same but they wear different clothing, right? You can, they, they think differently inside, right? Yeah. Human beings I... all have the same operating system, but it's our experiences and what we make of them that create who we are. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Right. Shape, you, shape you into who you are and shape your reality. Just shape everything about you, mm-hmm. you know, to make you unique. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely, man. Right. So, you know, it's, it's honestly, dude, like... it's an uphill battle for human beings. And I get why we struggle so much. Because if you think about it, most people are swimming in waves of emotions that are way too high for them. And they're barely, barely, barely keeping their head above water long enough for the next wave to hit them. Yeah. Right? And the thing is, dude, that comes down to, again, programming. Because another person can get hit by the same waves, can swim through it, can eventually find a surfboard, can surf through it, and can take on the big waves just as much as anybody else, but not drown. Yeah. Why are they so different? Did they Were they born that way? Are they fucking Hercules? Like, or... You know, did they, is it just their programming? Like, did their programming help them get through that? 
But we don't look at it long enough for that, dude. Exactly. Right? And that, no, go. I just feel like, too, like, on our journey called life, because life is a journey, we're not supposed to compare. Like, we get, we go so long comparing our journeys to other people. Like, you're not supposed to compare because that's why you're unique. Your journey is completely different than somebody else's. Yes. That's what makes you unique. If we all live the same journey, how would we be different? If we all went through the same experiences, how do we be different? Yeah. One so. second. I need water. Oh, good. Dude, drink that good HD. That's right, man. This episode of Waves brought to you by Fasting and Senior Retention. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have you found your power today? I don't know. Maybe that's a good slogan for it. Who knows? <laughs> your inner power. Yeah. Is there an equivalency of like semen retention for women? I've. I, what I think is this, what, what it is with women. Women, I truly feel like women are way more sexual than men. Mm. So for women, I feel like it's all in the mental. They cannot, they, they, they don't need to put so much energy towards sexual acts. Even though women act like they always play hard to get that's just a fucking front, bro. Oh, yeah. They're thinking about sex way more than men. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Women are way freakier than men. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, dude. Trust me. I'm telling you. Trust me. Tell you. I know this. Like, they fantasize way more than men do. They go through way more conceptualized Fuck, thoughts. I hope so, man. Than men. So, like, with women, they need to just put that energy towards something else and then it'll show but i mean at the same time women can still like in a sense fat so yeah. like because i've seen, like i've seen youtube videos on women talking about it like it is true they can in a sense like still you know what i'm saying still they have a discharge pleasure themselves yeah and still pleasure themselves like that so like we both well but that's know, different than retention though like well, that's what I'm talking it's about. Like, 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 what, what, what I'm saying is, like, that's like the equivalency of like doing like no fast, right? Where like you just where where we're talking about is like, do women have something to retain? That's the question. I truly feel like they do. I feel like they do because even us retaining, it starts in your mind. It starts I, in your mental. I get that, but it's also a physical thing. One hundred percent. But physical. like, I'm talking about: Do women have something in their body, like the, the equivalency to that, that they can do just like us to charge that side? Oh no, 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 no! Because I mean, like I said, that's what makes us as men, though. Yeah. So they they weren't supposed to have anything physically like that. Like I said, it's more on well, the mental they side. Go, they go through their punishment. Because like, if they did, they would, I mean, they'd be men. No, you know dude, what I'm saying? They, they... Do you want to know something fucked up? Uh-huh. Like super fucked up? I think the reason why women on like a cosmic level 
Um, unfortunately, okay, they have seed, like you, they they have the um the egg, right? And yeah, exactly. They flush their egg out their system yeah. every monthly cycle or monthly cycle, like by like you know, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Right now. Yeah. Women complain about this, and I get that, and I understand it. But if it was their responsibility to flush their own system out, how well would they do? Mm. Like, you know, like how, like, imagine having to, um, um, you know, like how we go to, like, going to the bathroom, right? Yeah. How much of going to the bathroom is really in your control? Yeah. You only have the control from when your penis shoots out the liquid. You yeah. only have that control. You don't have the control of what goes into the kidneys. You don't have any, like, you have no knowledge about anything else other than all of a sudden you have this urge of going, well, it's going to start leaking if I don't do anything, so I got to go pee, and you go pee. But that's the only control that we have. But now imagine if we had to be conscious and aware and go through our body and collect everything, right? And then build it up into like, do, do all of the jobs that the kidneys and the bladder and all of that stuff does. And then release that into our system and release that out of our, you know, like, or, or release that into like one area and then release it out of our system. And imagine if we had mm-hmm. to be in charge of all of those steps. How often would we really want to pee? Yeah. Right, so if women, I, if women were in control, it had to be in control of flushing out their system so that new eggs could develop and come in, right? Like to keep the flow going. That's also why um, in my head, I always thought that like um, releasing your sperm every once in a while as you grow isn't a bad thing to do because it, um, it gets out the dust, like it gets out the old like cobwebby sperm that you don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. right so like but that's why I think women um, I think that's why it's in the creative creation side of things I think that's why they are um, that's why it's automatic for them I'm not saying this is mm-hmm. why it happens to them I'm saying why it's automatic and not in their control is because most wouldn't do it and it would fuck up their systems and oh, there would be even worse happening I think so to keep shit fresh, that has to happen. I think we forget, mm. dude. Like, I think human beings forget that we are actually living, breathing organisms. Right? Like, we forget this Damn. shit. Yeah. Right? Like a plant. Like, look at plants. Look at, like, ant. like look, at, look at a bunch of shit going around you, man. Like, it's all living, breathing organisms, needing shit, wanting shit, letting go of shit, all of those things, right? So, like, you know, we think of, we think we've, we've so taken um, human development and our biology down to a level of science where instead of looking at it as going, holy shit, like understanding it from a cosmic level, we understand it from a human, like humanity level, like humans, right? Yeah. We don't study it going, okay, you know what? One, yeah, dude. Okay. Let's, let's be real. Between you and me, would you want to have cramps every month? Uh-huh. Would you want to have cramps? Right? Uh-huh. Would, you, would you want to go through the same cycle women go through? 
No. Probably not, right? No, not at all. So on that level, I think we need to start being nicer to women, right? And be better to them, just in a general sense. That, like, I'm, you know, like, it, it might be, I don't know, maybe it's not the right way to go about it, but I'm a lot nicer to handicapped people because I would never want to be them. Yeah. Right, at all. I'm nicer to people because I wouldn't want to be them. Right, but I'm not mean to people either. Like, I don't go out of my way to be a dick to people, right? But I'm nice to people because more than likely, I wouldn't want their lives. And it's, it's easier just to be like, oh, like to be kind to people. It's way easier to be kind to people than to like, be, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's like, it's like you connect with them more. You, I don't know what I'm trying to say with that, but like, you kind of you kind of get on their level. You kind of you know what I'm saying. You kind of well, get down to earth with them, in a in a sense. Because I mean, how many it's people? Not even, it's not even that. that I don't want to be them. Like I don't want to be you. Right. So like yeah. I look at it from the point of view of going. You're going to go through your own shit in life, and you already have been. And I don't want to go through that type of shit. So I can respect you as a human being because I know you're going through shit because I'm going through shit too, but I don't want to be you, right? So I, all I'm going to do is just be nice, be kind, right? Because I know yeah. you're going through shit too. So me coming yeah. up to you and being a dick to you or being any of that, right, isn't going to help the situation. It's only going to make matters worse, yeah. right? So like, you know, like not respecting women, they, they go through this thing in a sense voluntarily, Every fucking month, whether yeah. or involuntarily, more than likely, I guess is the better word, right? Every fucking yeah. month until they hit a certain fucking maturity level of the body. Every every month yeah. they go through this stuff, and like, so you know that they don't have a choice on. So, in my opinion, at least during that time, we need to start. And here's the thing doesn't take a rocket science to learn the schedule of the women that are in your life. You just have to pay attention and focus. And honestly, if you really are like necessarily needing to know, just ask, but more than likely you're going to be able to, if you just observe and study them for a little bit, as bad as that sounds, you'll learn their cycle. And you'll know when to like how to operate through that. Right. But like, in my opinion, I think on that end, and I think that will help men become men in that sense too, because we'll respect women. Do you want to carry a child for nine months? Be honest. Uh, <laughs> Do you? Let's be honest. Be real. Yes or no. Do you, as a human being, want to have the privilege or honor or unfortunate circumstance depending on how you want to look at it of carrying a child for nine months let's say you have the equipment like let's say that men were born with that equipment right to do both right let's say human beings in general were all born with both we're hermaphrodite and we can make people pregnant and we can get pregnant ourselves would you want to carry a child no exactly Neither would I, but dude, I 100% want kids. 
Yeah. So in order for me to truly be a man in this situation, I have to respect the fuck out of the woman that's in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, I don't necessarily like the concept of queens and kings and like all of that stuff, but respect her as your fucking equal. Yes. Right. Like that's the lady that you're choosing to mother these little things that both of you are coming together and saying, okay, let's do this. Mm-hmm. For better or worse, we're going to raise these fucking things, these little uses. And if I'm not willing, like, think about it this way. Um, I'm not willing to put in the work of building the house, but I'm willing to give money to have equity in that house. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing. I'm not going to carry the child ever. I can respect the woman 100% on that level and I can provide. Those are my options. Or it can be a deadbeat and leave. Right? But in general, I don't think we're... I don't think as men we are properly... um, I don't want to use the term looking after women, but... um, caring for women in a way that is good for society. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, I feel like a big part of it has to do with the fucking music of this of this day and age. Oh, honestly. Uh, well, it's not just the music. Yeah. It's the push for like but, everyone to right, be a musician. But I'm, but telling you, I'm telling you, music is the biggest part of it. How many mu- how many songs you heard back in the day that really talk about disrespecting me? Like there there are, are you, them songs are you out kidding there. me, dude? But the but listen, gangster rap but the, music. I'm not see 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 that's not what I'm saying though because honestly the biggest music that was back in the day was R and B. It wasn't even gangster rap. It was really R and B that slow jams. It really was. It really was. Rap was big. That gangster rap was big. But I'm telling you, R&B was still bigger. I'm telling you, it was. Oh, 100%, True. dude. I agree with you. And you can look at songs like even Tupac songs compared to some R&B songs. And you'd be like, wow. Like, this song has so many more plays. Not saying Tupac was not fucking huge and this and that. But I'm no, telling I you that. I, I'm with you, man. I, I make love to you. Or I'll make love yeah. to you, or on bended knee by Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. We're bigger songs than anything that Tupac should have put out. That's I mean, you just, you just I know I'm with you, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying good or bad. That's I'm, not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying what society obviously showed more interest in. I'm, that's what I'm not even saying good or bad. It just obviously what society showed more interest in. You know, I mean, honestly. 100% dude. Well, and that's just fact. That's all facts. You want to know something super sad? Yeah. So there was, I follow this dude named Gary V. He's probably the only like yeah, adult male that I fucking listen to. But I know Gary, yeah. Right. And I don't um, know. <laughs> you know of him. Yeah. You've heard the tales, right? Um, yeah. But okay. So he had T Grizzly on one of his shows. 
Oh, really? Yeah. And T Grizzly was talking about how he had all this conscious rap, and he was he's a Detroit rapper, and he was in a, an L.A. Penit- uh, facility, like a jail or something like that. Like he was he was nowhere near home, basically. And uh-huh. um, he was rapping for these guys, and they were all just like, "Man, your shit is so good," but he's just like, "But I don't, I don't, I don't relate to what you're talking about." He's like, "Because oh. you're, you're talking about Detroit shit, and this isn't Detroit. This is here." He's like, "That's not what? the same." And they're just like, "You uh. really want to do well in rap? You want to stick to four things that are universal throughout: money." Bitches, guns, and violence. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And if you look at music today, money, bitches, guns, violence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's a fact. Right? And, and to be fair, it was it's a true. heavy element back in the day, too. But But to be fair more people are actually living a life that they talked about yeah which just it's just which just goes with just being real being true well being true maybe that's the reason why they dropped gangsta from rap and they just call it rap yeah exactly right yeah oh dude i figured out um so when if, if i ever get into music like, and, and not me, like, not me being a rapper or anything like that, like an MC. I'm talking about facilitating yeah. the ability for people to do it, right? Uh-huh. Um, the, our definition in the studio and in the record label for rap will not stand for rhythm and poetry. And it also will not stand for re- uh, retarded and pathetic, which is what it stands for today. It will stand for reason and purpose. Mm. I think that would send a much better message, right? What is yeah. your reason and what is your purpose for doing this song? What is your reason and purpose for even opening your mouth and wasting time? What is your reason and purpose? Yeah. All right. Well, you got fucking 16 bars. You got five minutes. What do you have to say? What is your reason and purpose behind what you're about to do right now behind that mic and for these engineers and for these people doing this and for people around the world that might hear it one day? What is your reason and purpose mm-hmm. behind it? Right? And, yeah. you know, it's not going to be about views. It's not going to be about listens. It's not going to be about anything other than putting out music that you yourself want to hear. Exactly. I agree. And people literally come out and say they just do it just to appeal to the audience. Like, yeah. I just, I just actually saw 3-6 Mafia. He literally, they like one of the dudes was saying like, we're still going to just talk about drugs, money, this and that. That's what the people want to listen to. Yeah. Like. That's why Ice Cube had to get out of the game. Mm. Right? Because he couldn't rep the same words and he would probably rather his like look at look at look at Ice T and Ice Cube, two of the fucking hardest guys back in the nineties. Yeah, man. Right? They both turned into actors and, got, and, and and in a sense got too soft to be like The Rock can't go back to wrestling. 
He tried a yeah. couple of times, but he will never. Dwayne Johnson can never go back to wrestling. Yeah, he's transcended that role of the Rock, just like Ice Cube transcended his role of Ice Cube, right? Yeah, and he can't. He can't go back to being Ice Cube because people won't fucking buy it. Because who's gonna buy someone talking about guns and bitches, money, weed, and all of that shit when they did not just one? Are we done yet? But we also did Are We There Yet? <laughs> yeah. How do you take a man seriously that did kids' movies? Yeah, it's true. Right? Street cred, fucking tossed. But he knew that, and he stopped. He just said, this is my life now. This is the direction I'm going. And he got the fuck out. I say good on him. Hey, man. Give me some businessmen, though. Oh, yeah. Give me some fucking business, man. Hell because yeah. they see what was more sustainable. Think mm-hmm. about it. Oh, 100%. Well, you know, there's that. There's the... They, you know, they are... They are role models. Like, I would say that as, as, as uncultured yeah. as I'm going to sound, I would say that the barbershop movies that he has done, like Ice Cube has been a part of and whatnot, mm-hmm. um has at least helped um, I don't know what the right fucking words are. I don't think they're negative movies for the black community. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, whereas in comparison, anything done by Tyler Perry. Isn't that you saying it's negative? Yeah, Tyler Perry movies are fucking completely negative. 100%. And why would you say that? Why would you say the negative? Uh, because they don't promote consciousness within the black community. Thank you. Right? Where, like, at least barbershops trying to introduce dynamics that you may actually see in those areas. Conflicts that you're facing. Exactly. What is a black man wearing a dress? Yeah. What the fuck is a black man wearing a dress? That is that is handled <laughs> so well by Dave Chappelle in his stand up. Have you heard yeah. that? Like that is Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they wanted me to wear the dress. Yeah. Nah. And that that goes the that, that goes into like the not trying to get into this, but like the Illuminati. Just like you know what I'm saying? Yes. Just like them like secret groups type shit. Like there's there's agendas being played out here. They know oh, what the fuck shit is not just a coincidence. Like, but you know Tyler Perry actually he owns uh he owns like his own studio now. Why did why is an ice why is an ice tea? No, all these people own the studio. Yeah. Because he sold out. Uh, he did. He wore that dude. dress. Wore that he he wore that dress long enough. Look what they gave him. Not just not just long enough. Proudly. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That is so fucking true. Like he, Why? he painted his face white just so he could paint his face black again. Yeah. One hundred percent. Right. 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 Yeah. And and like I've never I've never respected him as see, my whole thing is I don't respect him as an artist. Like as as someone that creates, like as as two people that cre- work like could work in the same arena. If I was given the same budget that motherfucker was given, in that sense or less, I would be putting out way different shit. But 
I don't know if people would see. The other thing is, is why are people going to watch that shit? Yeah. Why does anybody need to see some dude in a dress go to prison or be at a funeral or, you know, I don't know why I know any of these. Right, but it's just, I mean, right? think about it. No, go. You think they had women that wanted to play the role? That's what I'm telling you. Well, that's you. not the point, though. That's that's the whole point is the ha-ha hilarity of a man wearing a dress, which, to me, does not scream yeah. that Tyler Perry is doing any type of scene or attention. 100%. Of course not. <laughs> right? Okay, well, let's go on this one. Let's do, like, another I question mean, and end. I'm asking me on a dress, though. Would you? I mean, come Would on, you ever now. put on a dress? Would you wear the dress? No. Uh, thank you. <laughs> like, no. What? And then, like, how are you going to just act like you're so masculine? Like, if you just see Tyler Perry, like, just regular, like, he just acts yeah. like, oh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't wear a dress. I don't look like a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I mean, I'm not even saying I'm not even saying that the dog in, but it's just like that's obviously like you said what you want to do. You take pride in that. So whenever you're not wearing the dress, why don't you still act like you got the dress on? Yeah, man. Why don't you switch up? Like, oh no, I'm, I'm all masculine now. Like it's but then I go. It, it's like he did a costume change in between sets, but he forgot to take off his shoes and he's still wearing the pumps. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, dude, you're. you're you still got the shoes. <laughs> You're still wearing the shoes, man. Yeah. How am I supposed to respect you? And the thing is, is that, you know, like, we're not talking about, um, this isn't a matter of, like, transvestites or, like, people, like, that's not what we're talking about here. We're mm-hmm. talking about men doing specific things, embarrassing themselves and lowering their status to achieve things faster. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Wearing the dress, yeah. Right, I won't wear the dress because yeah. no fucking way. Like there's, um, there's. Have you ever seen the movie Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire. It's about a sports agent. It's got um, it. Cuba Gooding Jr. I think won his Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor as um, the- um as what's his name Rod Tidwell in that movie. Oh. It's a great movie, dude. If you've never seen it, definitely like check it out as like an older movie. Um, uh-huh. But there's a scene. Fuck, what were we talking about? Oh, um, he's he. Rod Tidwell is this dude that wants to wants the big contracts, wants everything, but is just a no nonsense. He just goes out and plays, and he's got a chip on his shoulder because he's not getting noticed. Mm. And he looks at Jerry and he's like, you want me to dance? And that's how I feel about shit, dude. I don't want to have to dance for people's attention. And it reminds me of the, it's like a video meme of that dude, Shiggy or whatever his name is. Do you know who I'm talking about? Like he's, he's some comedian. Have you ever heard of him? No, the comedian. You don't need to, because I don't know who the fuck he is either. But it's just this clip. It's just this clip yeah. of a black dude at a basketball game, and they put the monitor on him, and it's just like, oh, it's blah 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 blah, and he just like calmly waves, and they're just like dance, 
And like he fucking gets up and he dances. Right? Like he dances for the camera. Like he just does this ridiculous dance. Like you know that it's it's embarrassing for him. Right? Like, yeah. It's one thing if you're in a mascot suit and nobody knows who the fuck you are. Right? But in my opinion, dancing should be like at a club or in like your house or whatever it is, but not for like it's to me, dude, it's when you fake, like, dude, I, one of the reasons why I hate having my picture taken, especially with people and in general, is because I don't like to smile. I don't like to smile. I mean, hey, that's, that's, you know, that's what, that's what you want, though, but, you know, that's. Right? So, like, because, because I don't want to fake it, because I don't like the fake smile. Hmm. Yeah. Genuine or not. Right? That's what matters to me. And someone that gets up and dances for the fucking camera is not a genuine human being. And I might sound completely opinionated, but I would not want my son or daughter idolizing that person. Mm. Yeah, I don't want them idolizing anybody, man. Shit. Right? Just themselves. Yeah, because you don't really know these people. You don't no. really know what they do whenever they take off these masks, when they go home. You don't know who the fuck they are. You don't know what groups that they're in. Yeah. You don't know what ideologies that they really are taking in to their being, you know, and that's what's becoming them. You just see the external or see them in the movie. Like, you know, like, we don't know these people. Literally don't know these people at all. We think we do. That's why we want to talk about them so much. Because we think we know them, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Because what if that person doesn't even know themselves? How the fuck do you know them? They don't even know themselves. So who the fuck did you know? Right. Exactly. It's a fucked up society exactly. we live in, man. One of the personas. Where we know, we know more about other people than we know about ourselves. One hundred percent. One hundred percent, yeah. Like, dude, my neighbor across the street from me, my neighbor Mm -hmm. across the street, kitty corner to me, loves to, hates, has like the most immaculate yard on the block, like immaculate. Uses a um, gas-powered leaf blower, I think it is, to um, or like one of the like small like electric ones that you can just walk around mm-hmm. with, and yeah. walks on his roof and blows off all the leaves. He gets on his roof. He gets on his roof and blows off all the leaves. How old is he? Got to be in his fifties. Dude, what the fuck? Wild, right? Dude, he's a crazy motherfucker. He must have been in the fucking war or something. That's just him, man. Like, that's just, he just likes a clean yard and he can't handle it. And his brain just works that way. And the thing is... Dude, how did he get the roof? How did he uh, get the Yeah, of course. He, dude, he's, dude. dude, he's been doing this. No, no. He's been doing this since I moved in. Wow. So he's got it down to a science. This man knows, right? Um, we made a joke to his son because we know his son, my roommate, was just like, or got introduced to him, is like, yeah, that's uh, blah, blah, blah from across the street. And Eric was just like, oh, um, the, the, your dad blow dries his lawn. 
<laughs> and we were just like all cracked up. It was like, it's so true. But the thing is, is that he has yeah. every right to do it and not be judged about it. Oh, I understand. I'm just, it's just safe. No, I'm not man. saying you. Oh, fuck the safety. Let him fall. Like, I'm not worried. Like, for me, it's just, it's peculiar behavior, right? Like, it's odd that you'll never, dude, I swear to God, you will never see this anywhere else in the world. This man must be the only human being that cannot handle this. Where he has to get on his roof almost every single day and blow it off first, then his grass, then the sidewalk around his house. Like, this thing is pristine in shape, but it's not really all that nice shit. It's just. Dude, have you seen an episode of uh, Spongebob, The Leaf Floor? No. You can, oh. you can you can ask another quite follow-up question if you really want to. It should be like in the back of your head. I'll try and send it to you. You're saying of him actually like no. blowing the leaves? No, I, I would. The follow-up question that I would have thought would have come to mind was, have you ever seen an episode of SpongeBob? Oh, well, have you ever seen an episode of SpongeBob? No. Okay. So that's going to answer you. every single question. If you ever ask me anything about SpongeBob, my answer will be no. I have not. But anyways, okay. So what happened in the episode? It was just literally the dude. Oh. Like not SpongeBob. It was Squidward. But dude, he literally just walked around with the leaf floor the whole time. Oh. Like he was in a society of people that just like had leaf floors and they're just just blowing just blowing leaves for no fucking reason, just walking around town. With the leaf floor. That's what, that's, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Right? But, like, yeah. You know, but it's like, again, though, peculiar uh-huh. behavior, right? Mm-hmm. And one, to a lot of people, a lot of people, like, at least he's overcome a fear of being judged. Of course, yeah. Right? Which is great. Right? It is. Because it's weird, man. And I mean, my whole thing was like, dude, there's a lot of like, and, and but, but the thing is, is that all I'm saying when I'm saying it's weird is reflecting back onto my weird shit too, going, but at least he's willing to show his weirdness. Me? I agree. Nah. Right? I'm still like, I'm. When in public and when people know who I am and understand the level and depth that I can get to in conversation, they take it really, like, it's really hard for them to take me seriously so, or, like, know that I'm joking sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I have a very vast ability. Like, my sense of humor, dude, like, I would be able to, if I learned your sense of humor and you would let me, I'd be able to joke around with you, like, how it is. Because I could get there. Yeah. Right? Like, it's super... Because my... I don't... I don't limit what I think is funny. I just have compassion towards going, I know why it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Right? Like... I don't even know. I can't even... There's so many jokes that are awful. But I get... Like, dude, you know what my worst... Um, you know what the worst sense of humor for me is? Mm-hmm. ironic humor or like in that kind of sense where like you don't expect it but it, it happens right and like some of the most 
some of the worst jokes I know aren't necessarily like are are like I know this I told Casey it and he got it but I'm not comfortable doing it with you so I will never say it and not on air um but I was like the I it's like a joke that um fuck dude how do I explain it um it's so offensive when you actually finally get it that um, the level of degree that you have to go to is sometimes too far for people where they don't get it at first. So you, um, like the joke is this, what do you call the Flintstones if they were black? Are you still there? Uh. Right? And most, okay, so I'm not going to make you answer this. I'm just going to walk you through it, right? Most people say, I don't know. And the answer is, Hard R. Right? That one. Right? That's what you would call the Flintstones if they were black. Right? Now, the follow-up is usually what nails the punchline in, which they would go, um, they're like, I don't get it. Right? A lot of people say, I don't get it. Right? And then the follow-up to it is what makes the joke horrible, which is, what would you call anyone if they were black? Right? It's horrible. Mm. But the thing is, is that it makes you think, and that's why I appreciate the joke. Right? Because yeah. I can get there, and I know that it's horrible. And I know that I would never say that to, I would never in my life call anyone by a term like that. I'm not even just talking about skin tone, dude. I would never, like, I've, I've written it in Twitter, and I've said it out loud, but I've said it in context to something, explaining something, never towards yeah. or describing someone. Yeah. Dude, I don't even use soft A. That's how I distinguish between the two, because I don't I think when you say the word N-word, you kind of sound like you're giving into like some sort of like oppression. Mm. So I would rather distinguish it because in my opinion, dude, two totally different words that derive from yeah. one derived from the other, but they're so separated now that they're to- to- two totally different words in the English language. Yeah. One is a, one got flipped and got, became a term of endearment or just a, and this is my joke with Casey is something you say instead of, um, do you know how many people I hear saying the soft A instead of saying, um, or in that sense, like, it's like a, it's a combination word. Like I have, um, Casey's working on a song where every single line in the song Sends with the ends with a soft A down it so that white people can't say it. Like w- white people would stay away from it. I just wanted to like do a science mm-hmm. experiment with him. Right? Because it's interesting. But dude, two separate things. But I know the difference between both of those words. I understand how shitty that joke sounds. And the only mm-hmm. reason why I find it funny is because it makes people think. But I know it's horrible. Right. So what I'm saying is, is that now think about me as a human being. I want, I want to help people. I want people to grow. I want people to do really, really well and like sacrificed four years of my life just to make sure that anybody that messaged me got a message back. Right. Let me ask you a question for all of the good that I do in the world. Should I also be able to like at least enjoy some of what's bad? 
I feel like in everything you do, it has to be balanced. I think so too, right? So for me, I hide my sense of humor from online because, dude, a lot of shit is funny. Like, there's so much shit, but you, it's it's about finding that balance between um, what what you find funny and what is sensible to enjoy in public. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm yeah, you're just being wary of somebody because I mean, I'm, I'm somebody worried, could laugh. Dude. I'm fucking. Somebody could laugh at like your insecurities or your doubt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna be like, well. So that's all it is. You just being conscious of other people, you know, and just <laughs> I don't know exactly what that word. Do you, you wanna, know what I'm Do you want to know the real reason why I don't fucking talk about like this if somebody thinks they're fat? You're not just gonna laugh at somebody being fat in public like that. Is, that's me. No, you know but, what I'm saying? But if, like, someone splits their pants, I might just be, like, I might laugh internally. Yeah. Right? Like, dude, yeah. dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I had to actually legitimately... This is awful, and this paints me in such a bad light, but people need to know this because people, like, put me on... People used to, at least, and this is why, like, it sucked with people. They put me too high up, right, when they got to know me. And, like, let's lower the bar a little bit here. When I was 20-something, probably like 23, 24, I went, no, no, 21, I went to North Carolina to visit a buddy that I used to do this wrestling, like, we did online wrestling, like, role-playing yeah. and shit like that, so, like, we would do, it was awesome for, like, creative people, because it just got our brains going, so I went and met this yeah. guy, and I was in North Carolina, and his girlfriend was going to prom. Um, she was 19, but like was graduating a year late, I think. And, um, so there's like really only two years difference. Um, I didn't go to prom, but they went to prom and we went to, I think it was a Montana, not a Montana, an Outback Steakhouse. Right. And it was like me, them, a bunch of other people at their table. And out of the corner of my eye, I see the legitimate biggest black girl I've ever seen. And with her was a, like, dwarf or midget white girl. Mm. And I'm 21. Never seen this shit before. But it was the pairing of the two. Because she was so big. And this girl was so small. And they were walking together as friends. And I was just like, one, super adorable. And then two, (laughs) I was just like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Because it's, dude, it's. It's no different than having that as two cartoon characters in a movie that are like a big pig and a small meerkat. Yeah. But we're okay with it when it's in The Lion King. But when Mike talks about it in person, and dude, it was, in my opinion, hilarious. The, like to the point that I had to walk outside. In the world we live in today, I wouldn't even be able to think that's funny. And I think that yeah, yeah. I think that's unfair to people that find shit funny, right? Like, and I find, I find at the same time, it's like people need to not be as insecure, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, it is funny. If it was, if it was a really, no. really hold on, if it was a really, really big, fat white guy and a midget black dude, but both men, I would be able to laugh at that all the time. If it was two, if it was two white people, one that was really, really fat and one that was really, really short, I would be able to laugh at that all day. But because I'm a male, 
that is white that is straight. And because one of them was black and big, and because one of them was white and short, and because both of them were female, I'm not even allowed to have a peep at thinking that's funny. That's the society we live in today. That's how I feel yeah. about it. No, I couldn't agree more. It's always like, if you're not from that or you're not associated with that, like, you can't really have a say. Right? Like, and, and it's, it's you know? not even that I want to say. I just want to be able to find it funny. Like how some people find men wearing dresses funny. Yeah, exactly. That's my humor. Because you're never going to see that again, dude. I've never seen that combination in my life again. Yeah. Right? Dude, dude, dude. Do you, wanna, you, you know what made it actually funny? Sorry, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Both of them were wearing prom dresses. Mm. Right? Because it was prom. Or it was like whatever it was. Right, it was their it was their graduation or, or some big night, uh-huh. right? And they're all wearing so like, you know, and and they were pretty prom dresses. Don't get me wrong, but like that's what made it funny to me, was that yeah. the whole situation. So like for me, it has to be layered. It has to be like someone farting in the room doesn't make me laugh, right? Like it just doesn't, right? But layered jokes. Or what go like get me, and it doesn't really matter which direction it goes. It just needs to make me think. Yeah. Right. That's it. Right. That's all I want out of a joke. Just make me think. But, you know, the other the other reason why I'm like putting this all out there is I want people to know me. Right. I don't think people know me well enough. If you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah. like people talk to me and I'm worried about joking around with them because I don't know what I'm allowed to do. Because mm-hmm. most people talk to me in a serious tone because they're dealing with shit. Yeah. Right? The only person that I know how to joke around with is Casey. But I lived with that motherfucker for six months. Mm-hmm. In his basement in a couch, probably 30, no, 20 feet from him and his shotgun. Mm. Yeah. You want to talk about trusting people? Yeah, that's true, man. Right? Right, but me and him bonded for life, man. That's true. There's not a thing I wouldn't do for him, and there's not a thing he wouldn't do for me within means. Yeah. Right? But we have to you know, we had to go through those things. And I think that's all friendship really is, is allowing ourselves to be individuals, loving each other and being there for each other, but letting us slide a little bit on shit. Like, I can't, I can't be friends. I would never be able to be um, with somebody that took life way too seriously like I do. Mm. You shouldn't just wouldn't be compatible, huh? We would be too serious. Yeah. Right? Like, um, the one I'm interested in, like, that that caught me, like, completely by surprise, um, she is a cancer. 
and I'm an Aries, so when I we... think we got about ten seconds left. I, I I don't think you ever look at the time, do you? No. We we probably should just so like the podcast can. Nah, be man. Sure. There's more than this. Is there's not blinking red? No, I was just saying it because it just gets cut off. Yeah, no, I I hear you. I don't. Um, I guess I could probably set Hello. like a timer. Hello. Oh, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Yo, can you hear me? There we go. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So you were saying that we should probably get some better format in, not format, but um, system so that we know that like a beep goes off and we got like five minutes or 10 minutes. Yeah. All, and all the reason I'm saying that is because like you'll be talking, I'll be talking and then it just, get, you know what I'm saying, it just cuts off. Yeah, so just, well, we got hit by a massive wave. I'm cool yeah, with that. Yeah, of that's, course. That's what the show is about, man. I right? agree. I agree. Is, is about not worrying about time and us just having a phone conversation. I agree. Right. Once it gets, like, into structured shit, I need, like, somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? If you've ever noticed, the majority of my formats are, like, free-flowing. Yeah. Right? And usually it's you or the guest that says, I got to go. Yeah. So, right. So, um, how much time do we have? Um, um, because like on my end, I do have a couple of things I was going to do just before I kind of went to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm over at my mom's house right now. So I just, I've been helping them out, man, because my sister's had a... That's right. How's the little one? Yeah, I think she's a week and a half. Yeah? I think she's a week and a half. Yeah. So, just been trying to help them out, man. Uh, I've been kind of staying over here, so I'm not even staying at my... I've been staying at my place, but I've been staying over here. Just some nights, just to, like I say, just take the load off, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit. No, that's good, dude. It's um, That's kind of the, the role that I... The only thing that I would say with that is... Um, make sure you also live for yourself and say no sometimes, right? Because I got in the trap of always being the go-to and the last resort for my sister to, like, help her out with her kids. And... Oh, no, they never asked me No, I know. They didn't, my sister didn't ask me either, really, until it was, like, last resort. Like, I was always giving, 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 right? Because I thought it was my role as uncle to be there. All I'm saying is don't sacrifice yourself if you can do it always be there for your family until it gets into that zone of going i need my space right i still need to yeah, be me. i still need to live right so like you know when it comes to um them saying hey can you look after so-and-so and it takes up because you're supposed to go to the gym definitely 100 percent. go look after the the little one right right yeah but if that becomes the third or fourth time, 
you're allowed to go, you know what, I got to go hit the gym first. After that, I can come by. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what I forgot to do. I forgot to look out for me first because everything was based around those kids. Yeah. Right? Just one dude to another saying, hey. Right? But other than that, dude, I think that's phenomenal. Right? Like, your mom, your mom did something right with you. 100%. You still around? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Sorry. It just, like, went completely dead, so I thought it was gone. But um, if you want to go get that stuff done, I've had a really good episode. I feel good about it. We got two hours in again. Is there is there anything that, like, if you did want to stay on that you wanted to discuss? I mean, honestly, the biggest things I feel like we discussed, um, just just in this episode, just simmer tension and just just in life in general, just kind of the things that we went over. Because I mean, I always know there's you know always a new day, new new beginnings, new things to discuss. So mm-hmm. kind of new, kind of you know like a restart type. Yeah. In every episode, it's, it's new things we talk about. It is, or we build on the old, but it's new. Yeah, exactly. It's fresh and exactly. It's yeah. kind of fresh. Yeah, I feel you, man. Well, how about we do just that? We ended on that note. Have a uh, have an awesome evening. The rest of it and uh, have a blessed day tomorrow. I'll definitely connect with you. And um, I know I'm just I'm going to do just like some little things I have to do with my work. Jim, and then I'll connect with you to kind of see what time you know we can just see what'll work for both of us tomorrow. Sounds good, man. Works for me. Okay, okay. we'll talk soon. Peace. Sounds good.